The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. And before I get to this show, I want to get to one point right now, right this freaking minute. What is this hope for a blackout crap? Let me just tell you right now, the local Bay Area media is churning out bullshit about hoping for a blackout so we can see the Colts-Patriots game. Well, I will tell you this, as a Raider fan, I will continue to go to the games, regardless of the scores, regardless of the team, because it's about the nation as much as it is about the team. Now, I know our team sucks, but I am a true sports fan, a true Raider fan, and I'll continue to go to the game, regardless of what these idiots have to say. Is news so short in sports that they have to print such crap? I can tell you this, that the Detroit Lions media and also the Arizona Cardinals media wouldn't get caught dead with this kind of crap in their local media arena because uh, the sponsors would drop them like a hot frickin' potato. So on that note, whew, went out on a tangent already. The show's going to be good. Welcome to show 171. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Red Nation. Here we are. We got a show for you today. Don't be sad and blue, as my little son used to say to me. Things will look better someday. But today's show is going to be the postgame for the Titans' travesty. We will go over that game ever so short and ever so sweet because it's all about the short and not so much about the sweet. We're going to do the pregame about we got to tattoo the Texans. Man, I'm telling you, this is a must-win game for the Raiders, and it's also a must-win game for the Titans. And considering the fact that we haven't beat them ever, it's time we get on our business, if you know what I'm saying. And of course, since it's Halloween, happy Halloween, everyone. This is a nice little story about the Boston Nightmare. And trust me, Raider fans, when I get done, you'll be scared to death just as much as I am about the Boston Nightmare. And, of course, this story that I uh, had to come up with because we're all in a quandary. Everyone, fans are talking about all kinds of stuff. I'm going to try to sum it up for you is where we at and where we going. Right now in this part of the season, we'll examine some of the things that we were expecting, didn't see, some of the things we saw we didn't expect. And, of course, we will hit the brand spanking new. The brand new Randy Olson conjured up the brand new Raider Nation podcast comments forum section where you two can do all kinds of interesting pictures and graphics. It's pretty doggone cool. And uh, it's just confusing for me because that's why Randy's in the technical side and I'm in the meathead side. And that's where it is right there. So let's hit the post game for the Titans travesty. Well, what can I say about the game? The game was a garbage game. I'll tell you, it's garbage because of this right here. 14 penalties, ladies and gentlemen. 14 freaking penalties on the Oakland Raiders, amounting to over 100 yards. 11 offensive penalties, causing us to go third and long. Nightmares from last season. 
This looked like a typical last season game with the exception of the fact that we did score a total of nine points. And the Titans really ripped us off with 13. Another close game, but not close enough because we lost the freaking game. The entire Raider Nation once again had an entire nation sphincter, and if you know what I mean by that, tight, tight, tight. I tell you what, people are going to need some laxatives because everybody's asshole is so tight. I don't know if they're going to be able to crap after that last game. Unbelievable right down to the last play. Well, of course, Mike Williams dropped the ball on the first down on a drive that we had sustained the entire time. With one minute and 15 seconds left in the game, I thought we could win this game like the rest of you. I was totally excited thinking the fact that we were moving the ball, moving it very effectively and efficiently, short passes, short short runs, Justin Fargus being the animal that he is, all the way, and then the long ball pass to the outside to the opponent. Yes, interception, nice talking to you. And, of course, we had the last gasp possibility of winning when Mike Williams dropped the football. For my life, I don't know why we didn't continue to do what we were doing. We were moving the ball down the field efficiently and effectively and chewing up the clock with one minute and 15 seconds left and timeouts remaining. Plus, we were efficient. We were effective. There was no reason to take a gut shot pass down the field. Why? I just don't know. In this game, the majority of the game was very, very easy to say. We're going to run the ball up the middle, run the ball up the middle, up, pass to the outside, up, run the ball up the middle, run the ball up the swing out to pass, swing out to pass, swing out to pass. Absolutely juvenile offensive scheme that I could see. I didn't see anything imaginative in there. I didn't see anything off to our tight ends. I didn't see anything like that. Now, I know that the defense was rushing us huge. They had a big-time pass rush, but don't we have ways around that? Where are the tight end screens? The middle was open because they were rushing four guys every down. We had an opportunity to make plays, but they use our tight ends every game, all game for blocking. Not only is a full block for blocking, but the tight ends are blocking too. Well, who the hell is blocking up front? I guess nobody. Long story short, the Titan game was a pure disappointment after a first half of aspirations, hoping, well, look, it looks like we're going to win the game. Three Raider field goals by Janikowski, breaking the Raiders' field goal record, of course. Thank you to him for making them all, at least showing that we have an opportunity to score something and the possibility of making it into the end zone. Heaven knows the next time that'll happen. If it sounds like I'm down on the team after this game, it was a pathetic loss. The defense played very well with the exception of the run. They contained Vince Young, did a good job of keeping him in the pocket. However, he was injured. He limped all day. So it wasn't a true victory for the defense in my eyes because they were chasing a wounded wounded deer there. You know, he couldn't get out of the way because he couldn't push off on his leg. He was still injured. But Landell White still managed to crank out 122 yards on us. And, of course, Henry made a touchdown, a rushing touchdown of 22 yards or 24 yards. Ridiculous. 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 Our defensive line is faded. Tommy Kelly is out, was injured in the game, out for the season, a major part of our defense missing. 
Okay, well, that's what happened in that game. Need I beat a dead horse? Because we are the horse, and we died in this game. So let's move on and get off this subject because I'm, quite frankly, fucking sick of it, sick of it, sick of it. And I'll go into more about this is where we are and where we're headed. It's not all bad. So let's go to the next story because that's all I can say about that. <laughs> I should be crying rather than laughing for crying out freaking loud. The Boston Nightmare. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm an A's fan. I watched baseball and I saw the end of the baseball season culminating. And of course, another Boston Red Sox drive for the pennant. And then all the way to, yes, the championship. It's bad enough that I thought the Patriots were playing pretty doggone football that I got to see the Red Sox come out of nowhere. Well, they were playing pretty good ball anyways, but they blew everybody out all the way to the end, and they just kicked everybody's ass. So now all the Bostonians wearing their Red Sox caps can uh, run around all over the country because they're pulling them out of the closets and they're buying them all day long on the Internet All the closet Red Sox fans. Oh, I've always loved the Red Sox. I've always loved the Red Sox. You'll see more Red Sox fans than there ever were in the history of mankind. The bandwagon is full. Boston College is number two. Count them, number two in the BCS standings. Yes, yes, my friends, the Boston College could end up in the national championship game and perhaps even win it. That would be a tragedy. Then, of course, you'd have to see all the Boston College t-shirts, Boston College underwear, Boston College everything coming out all over the country. And yes, of course, more Boston College fans than you've ever seen in the world. The bandwagon is full. This leads me to the Patriot Rats. Yes, the Rats are coming on strong, and they're kicking everybody's ass, and they got a juggernaut. They got a team that can't be stopped, evidently so, because they're a precision team that doesn't make penalties and plays excellent football. I cannot take that away from the Rat bastards that they are, but that does not decrease any of my hatred for the New England Patriot Rats and the classless asshole which I call Bill Belichick. Belichick, yes, again, Belichick is on his way to making a mark for himself, and his team is inspired to embarrass the entire NFL and be the next bad boys of the NFL. I guess they were so, so tired of be calling Lily White. Now they become the dark side, the new Raiders of the NFL. I say bullshit. I don't give a shit how many games you win. How many things happen to you, my friends? You will never, ever be Raider Nation. Which leads me to another statement that was said by Jim Rome on his series. The Patriot Nation? The Patriot Nation? That's like the Chiefs Nation. That's like cheese. Please, it smells. It smells very familiar. It smells like the Coliseum. 
Smells like the tailgate at the Coliseum because that's where the original nation is. The Raider Nation is the only nation in the NFL. I wish all these mediots would get it through their thick skulls and quit trying to steal our thunder. We don't have much left, but please, give us a little dignity. Stop that crap about the Patriot Nation. That's some bullshit. And of course, the Patriot fans are just blowing out of every closet. There are Patriot fans coming out everywhere. I see Patriot fans with Texan license plates. I see Patriot fans coming out all over everywhere. Everyone's got their little Patriot t-shirt, their Patriot cap, and the statement is always, well, I've always been a Patriot fan. I've always liked the team. That's some bullshit. Let me tell you, they're going to have to add a whole bunch of cars to that doggone train because the bandwagon was full and now it's just fucking ridiculous. I cannot believe how much bullshit people... I'm telling you, Raider Nation, you see a Patriot fan, you work their ass. You work them over telling me, name five players on your team. Name how many yards you run at, ran in the last game. How many TDs and who do they throw them to? Work them over. You're the nation. They could could turn around and ask you questions. You know exactly the answers, Padna, because the nation is wise on our team because we are not bandwagon fans. You see a Patriot fan, you work their ass over, and I'll tell you what, they will fold like a lawn chair because lots, and I mean the majority thereof, don't know a goddamn thing about their team, their coaches, their anything. They just know, oh, we're winning. Oh, we're winning. I love it. It's pathetic at the same time, but it just goes to show you there's only one true nation. There's only one fan base that stays with their team regardless of win and loss records. I heard a guy on the radio this morning. He came on as a Patriot fan and talking about how it shouldn't be an apology for beating a team down because that's just football. And I've always been a Patriot fan, but I kind of, I'll tell you the truth, really. I didn't say I was a Patriot fan when they were losing because it was so embarrassing. That is a typical Bostonian. And that's what I mean about their Red Sox. That's what I mean about their Boston College. And that's what definitely I mean about the Rats. You know, I'll tell you what, I hate that team. And I cannot wait until we're on top again, meet them again, and beat them down. And I can't wait for somebody to go in there and break Brady's legs. And I, you know what, I don't say that. I really don't mean anybody to get hurt. But Tom Brady, I I hope somebody gets in and puts a hurting on that guy. Just to shut Belichick's mouth and give him the stroke that he well deserves. And on a side note, it was great to see the stroke that Shanahan had when Brett Favre threw that touchdown on the first play of overtime to beat the Bronquettes at home. Yeah, I love it. Anyways, that's the Boston nightmare, and I'm just saying it, and I know other people are thinking it, and that's all I really want to say about that. All right, Raider fans, where we at? And where are we going? Where do we go? Where do we go? Oh, where do we go now? Where do we go? Where do we go now? 
lot of questions, a lot of questions, a lot of questions out there. Everywhere I go, uh, Raider Nation's out there asking the same questions. I just thought I'd just throw it on out there because <laughs> the Raider Nation is looking for some answers, don't you think? I freaking think so, and I think there's a lot of answers out there in the nation, and we're just going to talk a little bit about where we're at right now. The beginning of the season, I hardly envisioned us at this position in the NFL. I thought for sure we'd at least be staying at, at a decent pace as far as our uh, our team is concerned, as far as our record is concerned. I was very, very surprised to find us in this position. The thing that makes me surprised the absolute most is the way our team has degraded and instead of improved in the last three games. The first of the last three, I was thinking that maybe it was just a a glitch, maybe it was just the players, maybe it was just, you know, the team we were playing. But as we go throughout the season, I see the same bad habits. I see the same offensive line. I see the penalties. And I see the team we played with last season in 06. My prediction, if you remember, at the beginning of the year, I was saying four, maybe five wins. I'm going to have to tell you that I have to revise that If we get three, we'll be very, very lucky. If we get four, I will consider it a successful season. And let me tell you why. Look at the competition we have for the rest of the season. After the Texans, that's if we win this game. After the Texans, we have the Colts, the Bears. We have Brett Favre and the Packers. We also have San Diego, Denver, and Kansas City. Now, of all those games... I think the Texans is a winnable game because their team is a mirror of the Oakland Raiders. I'm telling you, I will repeat it. The Texans looks just like the Raiders when they play on the field. All the way up and down, from offense to defense, it is almost a mirror of mistakes and lost opportunities. They got shellacked with almost the same disregard by San Diego, and it looks like we're headed for a collision of teams that are absolutely begging for a win. Let me just say this. I'll tell you, Raider Nation, that it's not. I'm not down on the Raiders. I'm just telling you that this is where we are. Where we are is where we are. And there's no way we're going to change that. The thing now is, where are we going? Where are the problems? What do you see? I see an offensive line that is deteriorated and not able to keep up with opposing defenses. Say what you will about this defensive line being better than that defensive line. It really doesn't matter when it comes down to it because our line is not playing well against bad lines or good lines. really makes no difference who our opponent is. Our offensive line is not doing the job to protect our quarterback. It is improved, however, in the run game. We have been able to open holes, and the fact that they're still letting Amon Jordan be number one running back is perplexing at the very most to me. The fact that he's a slow starter and can't get out of the backfield fast enough before the hole collapses should be blatantly obvious to Greg Knapp and Lane Kiffin. It's blatantly obvious to this fan that Justin Fargus has been stellar in every performance he has done. If they're afraid of him getting hurt, then I don't know what to say. They're paying the man, play the man. 
He seems to hit the hole with much more ferocity and definitely speed and gets gained yards over 100 last game, believe it or not, in his short time. Dominic Rhodes, the big signing of the offseason, is a non-factor. Not only has he played since his four-game suspension, when he has played, he's played crappy. His runbacks on punt returns and kick returns are minimal. Carr blows his ass away. We haven't seen him but a couple times in the lineup, and he cannot make it happen. You know why? Because he's another slow starter. He cannot get to the hole before it closes up because that's our offensive line. Why in God's green earth did we sign him and not an offensive lineman? Your guess is as good as mine. They put Paul McQuist in last game when we lost one of our offensive linemen, Green. He went down, and he's probably going to be down and out. People are calling for Russell to come into the game right now. I think that it's a mistake to scare him out of the NFL while paying him so much guaranteed money. The fact that we could injure him is is not my problem. I don't have a concern about it. I do have a concern, however, that we're not being smart with calling smart plays. Rolling the same run plays over... (laughs) I'm telling you, the gaps of the gap shots are the same on either side of the ball, and we're not going anywhere. Why? Because of Jordan. Why? Because we're not using Fargus. Why? I don't know. Which leads me to Michael Bush. There's some news out of the Oakland camp that Michael Bush might be released from his injured status and be in the active roster. That is a very, very good thing. It's a good thing because they, then they're talking about they're going to cut Walter again. Every time we get to add someone to the team, Walter's gone. I told you before, Walter's not going under anywhere. They've released P.K. Sams from the practice squad. He's a wide receiver, and he wasn't going to go anywhere, evidently. With Tommy Kelly out, we're looking at Jay Richardson, who is a good player and is pretty aggressive, did real well in the preseason. However, he is not a veteran, and Tommy Kelly was just coming into his own. Oh, my gosh, he was improving every season, and here he gets hurt. Ugh, I feel bad for him. I feel real bad for us. But I do not feel bad for Mike Williams, who dropped yet another pass that could have kept us into the game. Now, it looks like Michael Bush is coming out. Yes, Michael Bush's foot seems to be okay, okay enough to play, So I'm hoping he gets in the lineup because Dominic Rhodes is a missing-in-action individual. I personally feel that he'll be cut um, after the season because he's not doing his job. I'm uh, looking that Lamont Jordan might even get the boot as well, but I don't think so because we've been paying him so much money. I think that we're probably going to continue to keep him and try to improve on the offensive line so that the holes can open up ever so much longer. We picked up Tim Dwight. He's a wide receiver who was released from the Jets in the, pre- in the preseason, and he's a 10-year veteran. But one thing about him, he can hold on to and catch a football. Well, Raider fans, I'm telling you, there's a lot of questions, a lot of things we're going to look forward to as far as changes. We might see J. Russ play. I'm thinking we probably will. we got a very, very long, hard season ahead of us, Raider Nation. You think it's hard now? You think it's hard for the first games? Those are the easy ones, folks. This is where the rubber meets the road. 
These are the games that are going to be critical and crucial for the Raiders to perform in. We cannot be embarrassed. Let us not be embarrassed at home against the Texans. And let's tattoo their ass and show that we can beat these punk-ass bitches uh, on the football field at home in Oakland with our home crowd there, the 12th man. Well, that's what I see. I see that ahead for us, folks. I say if we get a 3-4 season, I'm not trying to be depressed. I'm just trying to tell you. The facts is the facts as I see them. Sure, any team can beat any other team on a Sunday. But look at the way our team is playing. Not only that, something that I'm bringing up, like I said before, Greg Knapp. Seems like Knapp is taking a nap on the playbook. Either he's not calling complex plays because the offense can't play him. I'd say bullshit. i say call all the plays you got in the book. See what works. See what doesn't. What the heck do we have to lose at this point? Yes, it's still we would take eight straight victories to have a glimpse of the AFC West playoffs. Eight. You know, I'd love to be so positive, but I'm telling you, and I'm not being negative, but I'm telling you I'm being real. And real is four games. Four games. If we could pull out one good victory out of the tough opponents we have and beat the Texans, I would consider it to be a pretty good season. That's my take. Give me your take on the new Raider Nation podcast comments form section. Think you'll like it. Check it out. Randy worked his ass off to make it right for the nation. Yeah, that's about all I got to say about that. Okay, let's look at this. Let's tattoo the Texans. Oh, the yellow rose of Texas is the only gal I love. Her eyes are even bluer than Texas skies above. Her heart's as big as Texas, and wherever I may go, I'll remember her forever because I love I say tattoo the Texans for damn sure. Because I'll tell you right now, we need this game. How many times have I got to say it? I know we need every game, but, man, this is desperation game. This is a DG, desperation game. <laughs> we got to be on it, partner. We got to get out there and kick some ass on the Texans. The problem is the Texans, actually, it's not a problem. They're the mirror image of the Raiders. They are hot and they are cold. They are penalty-ridden and they are not. They miss kicks, they miss field goals, and then they get them. They look just like us. I mean, it's almost scary. I know, it's a, it's a Halloween joke, but it's almost scary if it wasn't so flippin' sad. Now, the Texans need this game really bad, and they also consider this to be an easy win. Yes, I know it's surprising, but the Texans are looking forward to the Raiders as an easy win after they're pummeling by the doggone San Diego Chargers. They got pummeled, and just like we did. No surprise that they are looking for vengeance here in Oakland. Their defense sometimes plays pretty doggone good. Their offensive is sputtery, but they've been able to get some points on the board. They got Matt Schaum, who's injured, but he will play. I say he's going to play for sure. They also have a running back that is pretty doggone effective. His name is Adam Chinobi Echimandu. Yes, the former Raider is becoming a quick star 
in Texas. I totally knew this guy had it in him, and they're putting it to use, and it's working. He did pull his hammy a little bit, and he might be a little bit wrung out a little bit, but I'm telling you, he wants to play against Oakland, and I have no doubt that he will play, and he'll play very well. He put up some good yards against San Diego and their defense. He's a great runner. We all know him. I love him, man. I thought he was a very good player in the preseason. I was totally puzzled why they they cut him because I'll tell you right now, Dominic Rhodes does not look very good to me. Now, their coach Kubiak is a good coach. He's done a lot there to change the mentality of the Texans and turn him into a winning team. The team sounds better. Everything sounds better. I'm telling you, they're a team just like we are, except they've been losing a lot longer than we have, that's trying to come up on the rebound and build an organization of quality. So are we. So is Lane Kiffin. What I'm saying here, fans, is this is this team is going to be the mirror image of the Raiders. If we can't bring it together and bring our A game to the Coliseum on Sunday, it will be a very, very grim fucking season for fans of the Oakland Raiders. Ugh. I'm telling you, man, I know you're frustrated. I'm frustrated. You can tell in my voice. But, man, you know, we got to keep going. The beer is still cold. The fans are still great. The Coliseum is still a great place to party. The team has to pick it up and win. But win or lose, we're all going to be Raider fans, right? That's right. I hope to see some changes in the offensive play calling. I hope he listens to this fucking podcast and listens to me just for a second. Greg Knapp, you got to open up the playbook, man. You got to make things happen. Those def- those tight ends need to make more involvement in the passing game. Give our quarterback somewhere to get the ball out. Maybe Josh McCowan is the answer for the run. Maybe he needs to get out there and scramble more because Culpepper's got the lost step. He's pretty slow. Granted, the Titans had a great defensive line, but it doesn't really matter, does it? It does seem like our quarterback is running for his life the majority of this season. Except for at the beginning, I must say the offensive line did pretty well. It is a very, very tough road. Our offensive line, it's what we thought it was. They're who we thought they were. There was a lot of optimism about our line, but it is blatantly missing. Let us hope they can come back against the Tex-Ans and put up a good game. I say without Tommy Kelly, we're going to be hurting on that side as far as the rush around the end and look for their quarterback to take advantage and roll out to that side, along with running plays against that side as well. Jackson better be ready for the run because it's coming at him, and I'm going to tell you right now it's going to cut out him strong because they have started running the ball this last game and been very successful. And I expect that to be continued. And if Matt Schaum can get the ball out, he's a very good quarterback, very accurate. Our defense will play well. I know they will. The run, we can give up some runs. We can't give up the big play. We did a great job on the defense against the Titans. But I'll tell you, this is a totally different team. They're freaky. They're like the Raiders. They're freaky. They could come back and kick our ass, but we've never beat them. Come on. We got to beat the Tex-Ans. We got to tattoo their ass with a big Raider symbol and send their ass home. It would be great to have it happen. Let's see it happen. Please, let's see it happen. And that is all I can say 
about that. And other than this, I mean, special teams, I got to throw a prop in for them. They played a great fucking game on Sunday. Let's keep that team going, man. Jankowski did good, great. The punt returns, the kick returns, everything was very, very well. Stable, no losses of the ball. It was very well, very well. One of the phases of the game that was truly enjoyable, if you could say anything was enjoyable to watch. Now, that's all I have to say about that. And on to the new and improved Raider Nation podcast. Comments forum section. All about! <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to tell you, it's uh, tough for me to get used to because I am so Neanderthal. So I'm going to do my best. We're going to skim through these uh, posts and check out some ones that I've been reading. You know, the nation, it's cool. You guys are on it. Thank you so much, uh, the Hall of Famers, uh, for the Oakland Raider Raider Nation podcast. Uh, I just can't thank you guys enough, man. You're helping it work here. You're giving me some relief and man, Randy and I really appreciate it. Cause you know, we love doing this, man. I thought I'm not going to go off too much, but I said, damn, uh, thank you so much. I cannot thank you for freaking enough. You've come through for me and I'm going to come through Randy. Not going to come too big for you guys too. And Raider fans, of course we have to hit without a doubt, the hall of fame. Raider Nation Podcast Hall of Fame, P. Smith, the Crusader Raider from United Kingdom, Raider Frank from California, Raider Kev from New Jersey, Big Dave Chapman from the UK, Gary Sidewinder, Netherton in California, Dave Lewis, UK, Raider Rodney, North Carolina, Arcasian Raider, Arkansas, Dermot Foley, New York, Paul Olivers, Oliveros, he's from somewhere around here. Les Winky from the United Kingdom. Okay, I'm going to have to do this. Billet. Okay, B-I-L-L-E-R-I-C-A-Y. Somebody tell me what that spells. <sighs> I'm so stupid. Raider John from the United Kingdom. <laughs> and Raider Rick who is honorary, top of the line, full-on Hall of Famer. He's a great fan, good guy. And, man, he donated huge. So thank you, Raider Rick, California. Anyways, let's go on to your forum post. Now, since this forum is a little funky for me, because, I, of course, I told you I am Neanderthal, the Zayal. Anyway, um... We're going to go ahead and hit some of these and see uh, see what we got. I'm going to have to work my way through it till I get used to it, if you know what I'm talking about. So here we go. I'm going to hit with some of these Raiders-Titans comments because uh, I got to. You know, after the game was things like, fuck. There was a whole bunch of those. Uh, CNY Raider fan comes in, of course, with he's not going to blame Kiffin. He needs to put the, make the team play, though. He needs to express to the team that divisional games are important. 
And from what I've seen so far, they just don't seem to be getting it done. It's a job of him to get them ready for the opposing team and against the Chargers that definitely did not get done. <laughs> How many quarters have he gone throughout without a touchdown? I could go on and on, and I'm going to stop right there because we got to move on. But good points, all CNY Raider fan questions we all ask of the Raiders. Raider Ronnie, I'm tired of losing too, he says, as of all of the Raider Nation. But we don't want to throw Jamarcus out there too quick. I agree. He made his way to the number three man, and as soon as Kip thinks he's ready, he'll give him a shot. Bush will be off of the PUP soon. Yes, he will be, and I think that he'll get to see some action before too long. Amen. We need another speed runner, and I think he's the man. Raider Rodney comes on to say, I think we will beat the Kexians. We match up very well against them, and I think Jorgen and Foggs will have a big day running the ball. Well, uh, I think they'll have a good day running the ball as well. But we shall see. I want to see a win. I want to see him play. Uh, it's really hard to say that right now, thinking that I will win because uh, the way they played last game, I really can't be sure. Arcasian Raider comes in. Gah! I think I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I was just thinking that this O-line we're stuck with the rest of the year. Yuck! Heaven help us. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, man, I'm telling you, heaven help us. Raider Reeker comes in, son of a bitch. Consistency is our biggest problem. Yes, it is. Consistency in blocking, consistency in kicking, consistency in passing. Yes, it is. At one point, the offense line was supposed to be the most improved in the NFL and how they look like last year now. Ugh. Culpepper, small hands, and, well, that says it all. He sucked. But when do we have the time to establish any rhythm? That's right. You have a millisecond with this defensive line that came in on us, second and 20, courtesy of Sims and Gallery. Ugh, on my note, that fucking blows. I'm sick of those two guys. How do you establish rhythm? Ah! <laughs> well, we knew this going into the rebuilding season, and we've just got to play better football than that. P.S. With any luck? This will calm. This will be the calm before the next season storm. I think so too. I hope we got a storm next year and storm through the AFC West. Damn, the Asian persuasion. Fuck. Uh, that shit hurts like fuck. Told the freaking bartender to give me a double of your cheapest whiskey. No ice, please. Needless to say, got hammered like a mofo. Feel sorry for the Texans. They're going to get it. Well, I hope the Raiders are pissed off enough to let the Texans get it. That is a freaking fact. New Jersey Raider Kev. Penalties and turnovers. Not a good combo. On a brighter note, looking forward to next week's game. I do see improvement next week. We're getting there. We are getting there. And if I quote Dr. Zachary Smith <laughs> from Lost in Space... Oh, the pain, the pain. Any of you guys old enough to know Lost in Space? I do. That was pretty freaking funny. <laughs> Boom, Jay. I totally agree. 
Where the hell did our receivers go? We have two. We had too many at one time. Now we have none. Apparently, nobody could get the say get the ball to save their lives or Dante's life at least. The O line is definitely a huge step up from last year, but still plenty of work. Dante needs to ride to pine now, though. He made more mistakes than I can count, and he had plenty of time. I don't think he had plenty of time, though, Boom Jay. But he had time to make plays. He holds the ball way too long, amen on that, and ends up getting sacked and intentional grounding. Well, you can't put all the blame on him. I think McCown, like he says, will be coming in, but he saw him limping on the sidelines. So, hey, you know what? Maybe Walter will make a show. If he if uh, if Culpepper gets knocked out, which is very possible if the line plays the same way, we could see uh, Walter come and play before we'll see Russell. Raider J, ugh, yeah, I'm so pissed again. Yeah, we lost again. Yeah, our offense completely lost again. But everybody knows that it takes time to fix the mess that was handed to our Raiders, like Greg said in last podcast. You take the loss, you move on to next week, and then it's just much sweeter when you win. We know that we're not the same team we were last year. We're not in the league of the Colts and the Patriots or maybe other teams, but I have complete faith in Kid Kiff that he'll take us to the promised land soon. Keep faith, nation. Our time will come. Well, I have faith, but we're nowhere near the team that the Colts and the Pats are. As a matter of fact, their second team is better than our first team. And I say that in all honestly, honesty. I'm not saying the players are bad. I'm not saying the coaches are bad. It's just the chemistry right now. we got to mix it and make it right. Tokai Rada. Well, this game, what? Small start. This game, what? Small start. This, goddammit, this shit. <laughs> this game was bullshit. Hey, I completed a sentence without a penalty. No, wait, late flag, unnecessary incompetence. 15-yard loss of down. No offensive line at all. Fucking Williams drops a first down. How did that guy graduate from USC? If he didn't graduate, how did he ever get in? All right, student athlete. How many third and 20s did we have? For crying out loud. How about some screen passes? Let me interject here. Reddit Greg saying, amen on the screen passes, brother. How about our tight ends, too? Ugh. We have no blocking for a few weeks now, and it seems unable to, to make plays um, that take advantage of their defensive pressure up front. Not that the Titans had to stack the line since they could have rushed one or two players and still run right through the line. They could have put Kerry Collins in the line, and we would have gotten sacked. Amen. Dominic Rhodes is now our backup kick returner. That's all he does? We signed him for many millions of dollars, and we don't play him? Maybe he can hang out with Jay Russ, Walter, and Bush, and the rest of the millionaire bench warmers. Last rant. Does anyone remember how we used to have a lot of wide receivers, a bunch of speedsters, and now we can't throw the ball deep because, yes, we don't have the personnel. What the fuck? Okay, on my life, I think I'm approaching step three <laughs> of Raider Takes three-step program. Apathy. Whatever. That is funny shit. 
man, Robert Moorhead, you are funny. So I just, <laughs> do I need to say any more about that? Let's close out on that subject. Turn the page and move to the Texan game, which is our next contest. What could we possibly say about <laughs> the Texans other than that we haven't beat them? That is something else. CNY Raider fan comes in with Williams gone. That makes Higgins our number three receiver. So does that mean that we might actually get a deep threat? I'm just hoping that we can. he can catch the ball and go a lot better than Williams. Well, he can catch the ball, but he has a bad hamstring, so don't expect him to go long, deep, far at all. All I know is that it can't be much worse than we were getting. Seven catches in seven games or something like that isn't going to get it done. It's not like they weren't throwing the ball his way. I'm just hoping that they can let CPEP do what he does best, throw the deep ball with the speeds that I'm looking for exciting things. Well, like I said, Higgins is hurt. I just want to win the game. I don't care if we kick 10 field goals as long as we win. Tokai Raider, no more Williams. Thank God. Even Alvis Whitless would have made that catch on fourth down last week. For me, the final straw with Williams was Fargus' big run against the Dolphins. Instead of blocking the defender who was crashing down on Fargus, Williams ran downfield, clapping his hands, acting as though he had no job. Fargus could have scored a touchdown. If he had a chance, he could have changed gears to avoid the defender that Williams should have blocked. What a moron. It's good to see Kiffin cutting some of the dead weight off the roster. Amen, brother. I'm bummed about Kelly. Yeah, so am I, man. His year is done. Just last week, the Raiders sent me a copy of a picture that I took of him blocking a field goal by a Browns game. Kelly had signed it himself. Totally cool. And, and why didn't we sign Grady Big Dummy Jackson? We're down one lineman, and we need depth at that position. Ugh. Will we see... Cheese fondue this week? That's pretty funny. That's his son's way of saying etchamandu. Cheese fondue. I love it. He's on the tails now, but he hurt his hammy in the first game last week. Well, what am I going to say? Everyone wants to see the Patriots-Colts game. No one wants to see the Raiders-Texan games. Go figure. That's just like watching the Lions and the Browns play back east. That's how we've become, Raider Nation, just like that. Let me read Raider Rick's take, and we'll call this good. Well, I left my comments. <laughs> well, I left my comments out from our loss last week. After that brutal spastic display of JV Brown football. I was stroked out and unable to function. <laughs> Probably better off as I would have surely blew a gasket and won on a Raider Greg type rant full of expletives. <laughs> Am I that bad? Yeah. I'll sum that up. Pathetic display in one word. Unbelievable. <laughs> If there was a way to find a loss, we sure have been able to find it as of late. We are getting better. However, 
The things we keep screwing up are things as professionals we cannot afford to keep happening. 14 offensive penalties is unacceptable. Five sacks of a QB with no blitzes is unacceptable. Continuing to drop the ball is unacceptable. And the anemic play calling is beginning to remind me of the Wizard of Oz last year. (laughs) That would be the Scarecrow. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Well, what would you do with a brain if you had one? Do? Why, if I had a brain, I could... I love Kiff, but he needs to let Nap put some plays in to stop the running to stop running the ball 90% of the time on first and second down. Let's also get back to letting Madsen catch those balls over the middle. And I interject, no shit. Our tight ends have not been used. We started off the season with McCow doing it. Why have we gone away from that? Amen, Raider Rick. Well, with that, I'll close out this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. I must say that, uh, let me go one more. I got to do one more. Arcasian Raider came in. We really, 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 really need to win this one. Really. I don't think my attitude can handle losing to the Texan. Neither can my cats. Grr. You have to go on. You have to go on the forum to see his cats. Pretty cool, pretty cool. But on that note, let us beat and tattoo the Titans. They think they're going to come into Oak Town for a win. I say, Raider Nation, if you are going to the game, if you're not going to the game, you can muster up the money. There will be tickets available everywhere in the parking lot. Get your ass to the Coliseum and stick it in a seat. I don't give a shit if you pay ten dollars for your seat or a thousand. Get your ass in the seat and make some noise this Sunday. First of all, I'd love to see the media hear it all the way from the San Francisco downtown area news base so they could shut their pie holes about the Raider Nation. I know I'd love to see the Colts-Patriots game too because I, like everyone else on this forum and across the nation, love football. I am a football fanatic. I like to see good football. I'll watch the Patriots and and the the uh, Colts play because it's good football. I'd like to see the Colts kick their ass. 52-7. to seven. I wish they would. I hope it happens. But listen, we don't want to talk about that because it's being beat to death by every doggone media outlet there is. Have you had enough of the Colts-Patriots bullshit? I, for one, did the very first day it came out. That's about four weeks ago when it was on the schedule. I can't even believe they're still ranting about this, the, the takes about this and that and this and that. This, this build-up to a big letdown is perfect for them. They should have had this, this game over there in Europe, incidentally. And I will be reading a post-next podcast from a European fan about that game, and I think it was very apropos. Matter of fact, let me just tell you right now, this fan, and let me see if I can find this here. Hang on. Okay, here we go. I'm going to do this one, too, because I just have to. Essex Raider. After Reg's feature about the Giants versus the Dolphins game um, that was here in London last night, I wanted to add some comments about just how enthusiastic the U.K. fans have been regarding a chance to see a real NFL football game. 
Our main source of U.S. TV media coverage in the U.K. is via NFL Total Access, which we have only started getting this year, which they have had some features on International Game last week. I didn't feel that the level of enthusiasm was particularly well represented, so this is my take. The game was terrible, and man, did it rain. Anyone who watched it on Fox or catches the, any highlights uh, it was coming this way can see for themselves. Okay, the Giants were coming off five straight wins, but let's face it, Eli isn't most inspiring guy in the world. Plus, we get the Dolphins, who couldn't find a win in a locker room <laughs> with both hands and a flashlight. The field was soaked. The balls were wet. The QBs couldn't throw. Receivers couldn't catch. A Feely missed a field goal from 32, and it didn't stop us. Hell no. I'm pretty sure that the NFL picked the Dollfish as one of the teams to come to London due to the size of the fan base that we have in the UK, mostly thanks to Marino. But every team in the NFL was represented by fans in the game last night. And on top of that, I saw shirts from U.S. college teams, U.K. amateur teams, NFL Europe teams, Dutch amateur teams, and the list goes on. In order to get tickets, now check this out, Raider Nation. In order to get tickets for this game, everyone had who was interested had to pre-register in February. There were 500,000 registrations in the first 40 minutes after registration opened. Being pre-registered meant that you were entered into a lottery, and if you're successful with the draw, you had an opportunity to buy tickets. There were three lotteries spread throughout the year, and then tickets were offered for general sale to U.S. fans only. Once of all that had been finished, the general sale to the U.K., the last remaining tickets. That's crazy. In the end, U.K. fans made over 1 million, not a typo, 1 million requests for tickets to last night's game. 81,176 of us got to be in a seat for the regular season of NFL game outside of the United States of America. In addition to those 81,000s who are kept fairly dry inside the stadium, there were countless of hundreds standing outside in the pouring rain watching the TV coverage on a giant screen TV. So, no, it wasn't a Raider game, and yes, it did take the edge off, but did it have a did we have a blast? You bet your ass. <laughs> Thank you Dave Lewis, the Essex Raider. I'm telling you, nation, we got it made here in the United States. And these British fans, European fans, I'm telling you, I knew it would be packed. I told you it would be sold out. I told you they're ravenous NFL fans, and they're crazy about our game. I think we should put a team out there. We should have a team out there, or one or two NFL teams. And I'm telling you, we will be. it would be the best thing that ever happened to the NFL. NFL Europe is alive, and I mean NFL Europe. And thank you, Essex Raider, for your take. I appreciate it. I know you're feeling, brother, because I know you guys rock over there. You're true fans, and it's cool. Check out the pictures on our post, by the way. It's pretty cool. You can see the uh, Crusader Raider. Uh, you just got to navigate this post, this forum post, and you'll see all kinds of stuff. Thank you, Raider Nation. We are looking forward to this game against the Tex-Ans. We get a tattoo their ass. 
Let's just hope the real Raider team shows up. Vargas plays. I'd love to see Bush play. I'd love to see the offensive line play. I'd like to see a good football game. That's all I'm asking is a good football game. Not 11 penalties, not 14 penalties. You know, let's have a good football game, Raiders. And as far as the Raider fans know, we're going to be there. We're going to be there big, we're going to be there loud, and we're going to be there proud like we are every freaking game. Screw the media for even mentioning the fact that we should stay away for the blackout. For the hopes of the blackout, that's what I say. Screw them in the ass with the big NFL logo. This is Raider Greg. That's it, and I'm out.